What is going on, Grinders? It's the Take Your Pick'em Podcast. It's May 4th, 2023, and we are back yet again to talk some of our favorite plays on the Pick'em sites. I am Will Priester, a.k.a. Chief Justice 06, and I'm glad to be back. So excited, man, to have this one going early in the morning to try to get some of these things on the board before they bump. Some plays are going to bump regardless, but hopefully uh, we can keep bringing you uh, some top-notch plays here to help you put a little bit more money in your pockets day in and day out. So we're going to kick it off. You, If you've been around, you know the theme of this show already. Time for our winning words of wisdom. And so this one was an interesting one today that I found. Um, this one is about entrepreneurs, but I think it's a crossover into everyday life as well. So here's a quote that says, an entrepreneur is a man who knows he can fail but he does not accept to fail before he actually fails. And when he fails, he learns from his errors and moves on. And so I love that quote. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur myself, uh, work for myself. Also, you know, provide content through this great company. And look, man, you know, what you don't want to do, we don't want to accept failure before anything actually happens. You know, we don't want any preconceived notions any preconceived failures. We want to wake up with a winning mentality, a positive outlook, and we want to parlay that into all of our decision-making, uh, how, how just how we treat people in general, how we view everyday life. So those are our winning words of wisdom on this morning. Uh, we're going to do our recap from yesterday. So we're, we're off to a pretty good start so far, five and four. Uh, since the podcast got started, uh, we ran back Luke Casey over four and a half Ks. I guess we should have left him out. The weather saved us on day one. Day two, Luke Casey comes out and lays a stinker. That's okay. We took an L on that. Juan Soto was sort of the big one. Uh, fantasy points on both sites. He was eight and a half at the recording of the podcast and eight on prize picks at the recording of the podcast. Eight and a half on underdog, eight on prize picks, those projections. We took more than those projections, uh, and he was able to parlay that into a big day, uh, two walks, and I think an RBI double. So that took him over the top on both sites. And then we also roll with the play from our pick'em sheet that's designed by Chris Gimino that's going to give us plays that are advantageous for us on a daily basis. And we went, we did some research. We took the under on Andrew Heaney or less than Andrew Heaney pitching outs at 17 and a half. And we were able, able to pull out the W on that play as well. So overall, once again, off to a really good start. And uh, we want to keep that momentum going today. Rob G's in the chat. Good to see you, Rob G. Robert G., uh, everybody, you can come hang out in the chat anytime. We're, we're live, so we're, we're more than happy to hang out, interact. If you've got some questions uh, about any place, please throw them in the chat, and maybe I can look them up and we can do some quick research while we're here live on the air. So we're going to get this thing kicked off. Bats have been doing us pretty good this week. I'm actually going to have uh, three plays from the bat side of the game uh, today. And so, you know, we're going to kick this thing off. We are going to Washington and Chicago. If any of you hang out in the prop shop, if any of you listen to any RG content, if you listen to any morning grinds that we've been on, folks, Patrick Corbin is on the mound today. I repeat, it is Patrick Corbin day, and we absolutely want to attack Patrick Corbin. So we're going to go ahead and pull up the screen share right now. Super excited about this one. Has it been, I, I think, as great in the season as we would like, but I think today is an opportunity 
for him to put up a big score. Once again, alert, alert. Patrick Corbin is on the mound. Here we go. So on the season right now, Patrick Corbin, 14.4% K rate, 4.94 x trip. x trip actually isn't as high as I thought it, it would have been. I thought he would have been over five, but I'm not worried about that. And he's not walking, guys. So when you got a guy that's got an x trip that's reasonably high, low K rate, not walking, guys, folks, he's throwing meatballs. He's throwing meatballs at the plate. No surprise here. We are going to take Dansby Swanson, and we're going to look at him today. He has a prize picks projection of eight and a half fantasy points. I was shocked that we didn't have a, a, a fantasy point projection for him on underdog today. I was really excited to get him on both sides, but uh, he's not on, on, on underdog. He's only on prize picks, eight and a half fantasy points. And so Dansby Swanson on the season so far against lefties, 250 ISO, 432 WOBA, 20% K rate, 20% walk rate. For Dansby Swanson, that is exceptional. Hard hit rate of 57%. Uh, and and I, mean, I, I, I really like this play. The contact rate for him right now, and I think I passed it. Uh, come on, Dansby, where you go? Sorry, folks. Oh, contact rate on him is 66%, but I'm not worried about that with Patrick Corbin. You know we're going to get into the weeds here slightly in terms of the pitches that he's going to see today. He's mostly going to see sinker. Patrick Corbin throwing the sinker about 43% of the time to righties. We look at Dansby. He's got an 81% K rate of 243 ISO, 352 over 50% hard hit rate. I'm not worried about it. I really, really, really like this play today. Uh, Dansby Swanson, eight and a half fantasy points. I think this is a real good spot for him to send one over the fence. Once again, folks, Patrick Corbin will be throwing strikes, and I think Dansby Swanson is going to have a chance at a big day. And it also doesn't hurt that Nico Horner is ahead of Dansby Swanson. This is a guy, if he gets on base, probably going to steal the base. That's going to increase Dansby Swanson's chances to drive in some runs. I think we'll get Nico Horner in scoring position at least twice in this game. So I really like him. Next up on the docket, once again, we're going to see some bats today. We've got Orhe Mateo from Baltimore, and I hope he's in the lineup today. I, I believe he's going to be in the lineup. Folks, he's facing, I repeat, alert, alert. Jordan Lyles is on the mound for Kansas City, and we're going to get Orhe Mateo. And what we're doing with Mr. Mateo here, we're going to take him over one and a half hits, runs, and RBI. So we won't get any credit for any walks. Uh, won't get any credit for any walks. But hits, runs, RBIs, we'll get all the credit in the world. We're sitting at one and a half. I think Mr. Mateo is another candidate that can have some guys in scoring position. And when you look at Jordan Lyles, what you'll see on the season here so far, 6.05 XFIP, 17.5% K rate, 7.8% walk rate. Here's where it gets really interesting for me. He's actually struggling more with righties. Right now, so at a 13% K rate to righties, 319 ISO to righties, only walking righties, 5.2%. But once again, I think this is a good spot for Jorge Mateo. On the season right now, at 49 plate appearances, 12.2% K rate, 404 Woba, 341 ISO, and is making pretty good contact at 75%. Here's the thing, though. What we're going to see from Mr. Lyles is he's going to be throwing the fastball to righties 47% of the time in around 90 miles per hour in terms of that type of velocity. Look at Mateo, folks. Now, look, this is only 
Only three plate appearances. I'm not worried about it. The overall season numbers look really good. 70% contact rate, 250 ISO, 521 weighted on base average. That's Woba. 66% hard hit rate. I think if he makes some contact, if we can get the barrel on the ball with some guys in scoring position, I think we've got a good chance for Orhe Mateo to get going at the plate today against Mr. Jordan Lyles. Uh, we're going to do a repeat this week. So I know I'm going through the plays a little bit more quickly today it's because I actually have about four or five plays, possibly six that I want to try to get to you in the time that we have. So I'm moving rather swiftly. Once again, if you guys in the chat, if you have a question or you got a prop that you're on, and you just kind of want to take a look at it. I'm more than willing uh, to get in on it live. Uh, here we go. We're going back to Tampa Bay. Folks, don't look now. Wanda Franco is on a pretty good tear against the Pittsburgh Pirates in this series. I mean, scoring fantasy points galore. Uh, and so we've got Wanda Franco facing Vince Velasquez. Vince Velasquez on the season, 23.4% K rate, 4.89 XFIP, 8.8% walk rate. But if we come down and look at it on the season, the, the numbers tick down for lefty. So 21% K rate, 11.3% walk rate and a 26.8% ground ball rate, 43.9% fly ball rate. Why is that important for, for Mr. Franco? Well, if you look at Mr. Franco here, 18.9% K rate, 3.61 Woba, 239 ISO, uh, ISO. Doesn't walk a lot, but he's favored as more of a ground ball pitcher than a fly ball pitcher by about 4%, and his line drives about 7%. I think this is a good chance for Wanda Franco to knock one out of the park. And let me show you why. If you're out there, I, I, I think Wanda Franco has a shot at a home run today, folks. Look at what we're getting from Vince Velasquez. We're getting 53, almost 54% fastball from Vince Velasquez to Wanda Franco around 93 miles per hour. So that's between 92 and 94. We pull up our chart here. Look at these numbers, folks. 91% contact rate. 8.62% whiff rate, a 25% ground ball rate, 364 ISO, 458 Woba, 54% hard hit rate. I think Wanda Franco has a chance to get this one done and with one swing of the bat. And I'm hoping that's what we get. So love Wanda Franco. He's basically making the show for a second time this week. He's at eight fantasy points. The last I checked, I think he was at 7.5 earlier this morning. I think I could be wrong. I think he was at 7.5, uh, but he's at eight fantasy points on prize picks. We're going to take more than that projection that they have. Once again, they did not give us Wander Franco fantasy points on underdog today. They did give us a singles prop, and I'm just going to avoid that. Uh, he, he could possibly get a single, but I'm, I'm not going to invest in that one. I'm going to be very selective here with Franco today at eight fantasy points so those are those are three so far uh, those are two yeah three so far Dansby Swanson more than eight and a half fantasy points Wander Franco more than eight fantasy points and then we've got Jorge Mateo at one and a half hits runs and RBIs we want more than that number as well uh yesterday we had some success with the sheet i found two plays this is actually going to be in the nba variety so i'm moving away from mlb for right now one of the things that that has happened this season is when when we have fantasy point projections on both sides they're based on fan duel scoring which is very good and so our sheet this morning 
Uh, and this one really stood out to me, folks. Now, this is underdog. I'm going to start with underdog. I'm going to do it on both sides. But on underdog, we have Anthony Davis with the fantasy points projection of 59.15 fantasy points. And this thing has a win percentage of 74% on, and we're taking under here, taking taking less than the 59.15 fantasy point projection. And LeBron James is at 48.15. His is actually a little bit better on prize pick. However, I like them both. But if I were you, I would get in on the Anthony Davis unders on underdog right now. I know he had a massive game against Golden State the first game out. Uh, but I'm willing to roll with our sheet here at 59 and a half. We're, ask, we're basically asking Anthony Davis uh, to get, you know, around 60 fantasy points to beat us. Look, AD can get there. That's not I'm not saying that he can't. But I, I like our chances here with Anthony Davis below that 59.15. And if I'm not mistaken, on prize picks, and I, I, we can pull that right up here, on prize picks, Anthony Davis is at 57.5. So once again, you want to take the less than on underdog currently. Uh, once again, I don't mind prize picks as well. I, I like less than the projection on both. LeBron James is at 48.5 on prize picks, and I'm taking less than those fantasy point projections, expecting Golden State to come out and have a really good game tonight and hopefully limit uh, the damage uh, from what the, the L.A. Lakers are going to try to do in their building. So really like those two plays. I think we ended up with, with uh, five plays today so far. So uh, hopefully we can hit all five. And if you're on uh, prize picks, that will get you back a 10x return. We did have a question from Movie Box here. And uh, Movie Box said from the prop shop, how do you feel about Pablo Lopez over six and a half Ks today? And so the thing is, Pablo's been having a really good season. And let's just walk through uh, kind of how we, we dissect this, and then we'll get out of here. Let's walk through this process. So the first thing I'm always going to do is I'm going to go to Plate IQ. I just want to see the, the normal numbers, right? Just what where are we at just from a standard perspective? No weather, nothing like that. Let's just see where we are. And so we've got Pablo here, projected lineup. Looks like the bottom of the order is striking out a lot less. But we're starting with Pablo here, 3.5 XBIP. 31.1% K rate, 6.1% walk rate, ground balls at 46%. And he's pretty even to both sides of the plate in terms of uh, the counting numbers, the K rate. But then we get to the walk rate. He's 8.2% more. Uh, he's 4% more basically walking guys to the left side of the plate on this season. And in the projected lineup, it looks like he's going to see three lefties where, where Yasmani Grandal is a switch hitter. So looks like he'll see three lefties. Uh, he's been striking out righties a ton. And when we look at the righties, we've got Anderson at 23%, Vaughn at 23%, Jimenez at 28%, uh, Robert at 27%, Roberto at 12%, Andrus at 16.5%. So that's what we have there. We'll scroll down. We want to see, okay, what pitches are he throwing? What pitches is he throwing to these guys? Looks like he's got fastball between 92. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna give him a little bit more because he's almost at 95 miles per hour. We look at the contact rates. Tim Anderson, 61%. Ben and Timmy's getting good contact. Andrew Vaughn, good contact. Him and Esam, Robert, kind of marginal contact. Sheets, good contact. Middle of the road here for Yasmani and Alberto. And Elvis Andrus is getting good contact. That's on the fastball. We go to the changeup, which – to the right side of the plate, I can almost assure you the changeup is a strikeout pitch. So we go to the changeup. We're seeing uh, contact rates kind of middle of the road here. Uh, Jimenez and, Ro and Robert look like two big-time strikeout candidates. Looks like he'll probably get at least one from them. 
Uh, he may even get Grandal even at the left side of the plate, right? And then it looks like his strikeout rate, his strikeout pitch, excuse me, to lefties is the curve. That's what, well, no, still the changeup, I'm sorry. And then, then he's also got the curve to lefties. So let's look at the lefties because he's not throwing much to righties. So to the lefties, Benintendi, 78% contact rate. Gavin Sheet, 67. Grandal, 72. Okay, kind of kind of marginal there. And then he's got the sinker that he's throwing to righties. And they've got good contact rates, but the ground ball rates are there. So just from this initial analysis, and we got to get out of here, I would say Pablo is probably almost a stay away from me in this particular spot. Uh, I know that around the industry, and I'll even pull this up, I know the bat has him, I think, probably around five and a half strikeouts. I looked at the sheet this morning as well. Our sheet actually has him because we've got it for MLB. We've got Pablo around five strikeouts. So it looks like around the industry and around the projections system, Pablo Lopez is projected for five. Now, guess what? I've got another one I'm going to use. Let's go to Fantasy Labs, and let's see where Pablo ends up there as well. And, and that way we can kind of get a good beat on where all the projection systems are. Uh, Pablo Lopez, around 5.64 strikeouts. It looks like all the stars are aligning from a projections perspective. And it looks like the under is where the industry is going to land. Uh, for me, this is probably a stay away. I, I think Pablo can get six strikeouts. And if, if, if everything goes well, I think he can get seven. I think Pablo, I think, I think Pablo ends on six. I think he's more likely to end on six than he is to end on five, in my opinion. And at six, six and a half, I'm likely to take the under, but more likely to stay away. I will say this. I think we've got the bump down on him already. At six, I'm probably more likely to take the over. Hopefully that clears it up, gives you a little bit of thought process behind how I would break that down. Once again, at six and a half, I would have just stayed away. Uh, at six, I'm probably more likely to take the over because I think he's more likely to get six than five. Um, and so at that rate, that that would be my, my process to go through. And I could go to Baseball Savant, but I don't have time to get into the weeds on that on the show to look at all the other little details. But at any rate, folks, thanks for joining me on the Take Your Pick'em podcast. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. We'll see you again tomorrow.